thank you for joining me on another episode of She Leads Now podcast, where we help career and entrepreneurial women gain the tools to develop a success mindset, create winning strategies, build collaborative relationships, and take bold action towards creating impact and fulfillment in their lives and careers. I'm your host, Sabine Gideon, and I'm on a mission to awaken and activate women and emerging leaders so they can tap into their innate leadership ability, elevate their influence, and create the impact they were destined to make. If you're ready to up-level your confidence, courage, and influence, you've come to the right place. Join me weekly for insights, strategies, and resources to help you grow, develop, and embody the leader you were meant to be so that you can make the impact you know you are called to make and establish the legacy you've always dreamed. The world eagerly awaits the emergence of your brilliance, impact, and influence. So with that, let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to another episode of She Leads Now. I'm your host, Sabine Gideon, And I am thrilled to be back with you this week for the conversation around being strategic with our relationships and building our social capital. If you are completely new to the show, welcome. Uh, Again, I am Sabine Gideon, the host of the show, um, as well as the founder of She Leads Network. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. I'm excited to have you and look forward to having this conversation. So today's episode is going to be a little bit of of training. Uh, We're going to be focused on leveraging LinkedIn to help support you in building your network. Today's episode is part of a series that I am running uh, the next few weeks around really leveraging our time, our energy, so that we can have a greater impact, so we can amplify our impact and, of course, accelerate our growth through building our social capital, through being intentional in building and nurturing and cultivating our relationships and with our within our network. So today's focus is really going to be around breaking down LinkedIn and how to use it. Now, I know uh, several of my listeners are LinkedIn pros. We connected on LinkedIn or we connect on LinkedIn frequently. So I know that you are on the platform. Um, I know some of the other listeners, maybe you, you may not, maybe you have a profile and maybe you like things, but you have not yet learned how to, or had the desire to leverage LinkedIn to build your network. And so, you know, whether you're an introvert or you're an extrovert, it really doesn't matter. I I love as someone who can play both roles as an ambivert, I love being able to leverage LinkedIn in support of me building, you know, professional relationships as well as personal relationships. I've had many uh, professional relationships of me reaching out to people cold because we had something in common that turned into a friendship. So I am the poster child for the power of networking through a a social network like LinkedIn, but I also enjoy networking in person. Now, of course, you know, the last few years, I've been a little bit of a, of a hermit where I have not been out as, as much, um, initially because of the pandemic. Then afterwards, I think um, because of not being out, I developed a bit of social anxiety, which uh, I recognized last year and, and have been working through so that I can be out and about again and meeting and connecting with people because that energy is is unmatched. But 
Nonetheless, I am someone who leverages both in-person as well as online, um, not just the platform, but also groups, uh, networking groups. I'm part of several networking groups as well. And of course, building uh, She Leads Network as a place for ambitious, impact-driven women to come together to, of course, network in the traditional sense of building relationships, but also there's development, there's training, uh, there's support there that I believe that those of us who have you know, these big dreams to make a huge impact, we need to be around other people who understand that and other people who don't require us to dim our lights in order to be who we are. So that's the space that She Leads Network is. Um, and of course, if you have questions, if you're interested, if you'd like to become a member, I would love to have you. You can always uh, check out the website and learn more and register. It's open enrollment right now through Q1, and that's at sheleadsnetwork.com. So today, we're like I said, we're going to talk about LinkedIn, um, and this is really just basics, right? So this is if you are on LinkedIn and you have a profile, but you're not as active on there, or maybe you have a profile, but you know it has a little bit of room to grow um, or opportunity to optimize it, we're going to be focusing on that today. How do you optimize your profile so that not only is it just there on LinkedIn, but that people can find you, people who are searching for what you do or people who are searching for the skill set that you have, that they can easily find you. So as of last year, I want to say it was November, December, uh, LinkedIn hit their 1 billion user mark. So now they are at 1 billion users. Um, There are about 200 countries in terms of users where they're coming from. So the demographics are split in terms of gender with where they're roughly 57% male and 43% women on the platform. And roughly 60% are between the age of 25 to 34. So, you know, think about the the millennials. And I think there's a a nice mix of, of Gen Z on there as well. And then when you look at the levels, 25% of the users are in senior level roles or considered senior level influencers. So that's about 200 million or so of the users. Um, This number, I believe when I was at the LinkedIn Talent Connect has shifted, but um, at one point, uh, the statistics show that there were eight job seekers hired through the platform every single minute. I believe that number is now at 5%. Um, or I'm sorry, at five. So five job seekers are hired through the platform every single minute. And there are well over 100 job applications submitted every second. So ever since they had the, ever since they uh, created the apply or the easy apply button, it's made it so much easier for people to apply. So now you'll see a job where it just got posted two hours ago and there are like hundreds of people who have already applied. So why am I sharing these statistics? Because it's the number one place where recruiters, hiring managers, um, business leaders, you name it, it's the place where they go to do business. It's the place that they go to build relationships. Um, Obviously, you you can do business on the other platforms. I'm not on the other platforms like that, so I can't speak to them. Uh, LinkedIn has been tried and true, or at least for me, I've been on the platform since 2007. 
Um, and as many of you know, I was a recruiter for the first 10 years of my corporate career. So LinkedIn used to serve as a lifeline for me to find uh, candidates and talent. And of course, you know, since starting my business, I have been using LinkedIn. So while LinkedIn has been helpful for me when I was in my corporate career, it's actually been extremely helpful to me as an entrepreneur. Um, so some of you may know, I don't know if I've shared this on the show yet, uh, in 2018, when I decided to leave corporate America to start my own business, I also ended up uh, moving from the East Coast, where I had spent 30-something years of my life, to the West Coast, to San Diego. And I moved here um, just to whisper <laughs> and lots of encouragement uh, from God. And I moved here sight unseen. I had never even been to San Diego before I moved here. Um, did Knew a few people from a, a previous event that I had gone to, but really was starting from scratch, starting from scratch professionally, started from starting from scratch personally. So I got here. I moved here. Um, with within about six weeks, uh, with two suitcases, whatever I could fit in my two suitcases, um, whatever I could stuff in my car because I had my car shift here, shipped here, and my dog. And so it was the two suitcases and my dog on the plane. And I got here in October of 2018. Again, not really knowing a soul. I had met a couple people, but I didn't really know them like that got here, you know, luckily I had a bit of a savings or cushion um, to help support me those first few months. But, you know, it was, it was needless to say a challenging experience. Um, but I did, I did what I knew to do. I, I didn't know what was going on. So I used the time during my, my cushion period, if you will, to network. It, it, I needed to. That was out of necessity on so many different levels. So I, you know, got to LinkedIn. I did searches on, you know, other HR professionals who were here in San Diego. Now, again, I had just left HR. I knew HR. I could speak HR. So I was just like, I'm going to reach out to HR people. Right. So I literally had a system where I had pulled a list of um, second and third connections. And every day for months, y'all, every day for months, I would reach out to 100 people and send invites. And the invites were, hey, I am new to the um, area. I am, I spent, you know, however many years at the time, I think it was like 13 years in HR. Um, and I just moved to San Diego and I'm launching a consulting business and would like to, you know, connect with you. You know, many people said yes. And the follow up to that was, you know, thank you so much for connecting with me. If your schedule permits, I'd love to schedule a, a coffee with you. At the time, people were meeting in person willy nilly. Um, I'd love to schedule some time to meet up, to get to know you, to learn more about you. You know, it, some cases I met up with people for coffee or brunch, other situations, it was over Zoom um, and others, it was by phone. And I was so eternally grateful for mostly women, but there are several men as well who said yes, who met with me, who talked with me, who gave me the lay of the land of San Diego, who helped me, you know, kind of clarify even my message on who I wanted to work with, what the biz business landscape looked like here. Um, I also went on meetup.com, looked for events where there are other professionals. Um, and that's how I started to build my network here. 
it, it was crazy looking back, like to move to a completely new city, new state across the country um, and not know a soul. And LinkedIn was my lifeline. So when I share about leveraging LinkedIn, I'm not just saying it because it's the it's the thing I think you should do or it's the thing that people are telling you to do. And granted, you know, what worked for me may not work for you. So this is not about the solution or the best solution. This is a solution that has worked for me time and time and time and time again. So, you know, that is my that is my story. Now, granted, LinkedIn worked for me when I was in corporate and I was recruiting and I could find people and I could post positions. That was great. But where LinkedIn really, really, really mattered was when I moved here and I didn't know a soul. And it was my it was my only way to connect to individuals here, starting on LinkedIn and then, you know, building relationships with them in person or by phone or whatever the case may be. And granted, when I was reaching out to people initially, I wasn't reaching out because I was looking for business. I was reaching out because I was like, hey, I'm new here. I don't know anyone. I don't know this town. We have something in common. I just, I just want to get to know you. And I just want to know what you do, how you navigated, so on and so forth. And many of those connections to this day, I ended up leaving San Diego, moved up to LA for a couple of years during the pandemic, moved back to San Diego. And those relationships are the relationships that I, I still maintain today. I've obviously built more relationships since, since then, but LinkedIn was the place that really allowed me to um, not just build my business, but to build my community in the place where I now call home. So that's the background. Not sure if I shared that here um, with you all before, but that's why I preach LinkedIn as much as I do. Now, now that we've gotten my story and why it's important to me, over the last five years while I've been in business, and I, I do this um, overview every year, you know, majority of my business revenue has come through my relationships, through my network. Now, mind you, you know, people aren't uh, uh, filling up my DMs, so to speak, like, you know, that they want to hire me. I mean, there have been those situations, but that's not, that's not where the bulk of it is. It's relationships that I've started on LinkedIn or maybe started through, you know, attending an event or whatever the case may be. I've nurtured that relationship. I've, you know, given Right. And I talked about this last week or the week before last around being uh, being open to giving first before asking or before receiving. And in turn, those seeds have come back full full circle for me. So that's why I emphasize the importance of of networking. And certainly you can use LinkedIn to do that. But if you think about it, coming here, not knowing a soul, trying to build a business um, so that me and my dog could eat and we wouldn't be out on the street. If I didn't have a tool like LinkedIn or if I didn't start networking and building those relationships, where would I be? So that's why I express that, you know, oftentimes we think that it's about hard work or we've been told it's about hard work. It's been about, no, it, it isn't. It isn't at, at all. I'm, I'm proof of that. I have evidence of that. My clients have evidence of that. So I just want you to think about this from the perspective of you may not want to be on LinkedIn every single day. You may not want to be creating content on LinkedIn, but what do you have going on? Where might you need support? And how can you leverage a platform that's already there to help support you in achieving those goals. So 
We're going to go real quick into how do you optimize your profile? There'll be more episodes where I talk in depth around networking strategies, but I couldn't do a series on networking and building your social capital and not stress the importance or the opportunity that lies within LinkedIn. So I'll go over six key sections of your profile that if you have not taken a look at it or if you have not optimized it yet, that this might be a great opportunity for you. Um, so the first one is your banner photo. So that's the, you know, when you go to the top of the page, that's the first thing people tend to see. Um, oftentimes people le will leave it that, you know, that blue uh, basic image. I say that that is prime real estate. This is where you can get on Canva. That's C-A-N-V-A. You can create a free account. They have designs already created. You can just plug and play your own images and your own words and contact information. But that is where you get to tell anyone who is visiting your, um, your page, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. And you know, if you want to include your contact information, you can do that there. If you go on my page, you will see that my banner reflects my book, uh, Lead Hership Reloaded, which I launched last fall because I want people to know I just released a book. I am an author. And this is the stuff that I talk about. The next place that you that you want to make sure is optimized is your profile photo. Um, I can't believe that I still come across profiles that don't have a photo. And, you know, studies show that profiles with a picture get 21 times more visitors than profiles without a picture. So imagine, you know, going to a networking event, like in person, in real life, imagine going to a networking event and there's someone in the corner or there's someone at the bar with a paper bag over their head. You would naturally think, oh, wow, that, that, that's a little weird. <laughs> that's probably not someone I'm going to talk to. That's the same thing when you have your profile photo and there is no photo in that space. People, you know, people go off of what they see, right? And so when they go on your page, they don't want to just know that you are this employee. They want to know what you look like. We're by human nature, we judge. We judge books by what we by the cover, so to speak. So if you don't have a profile picture up, this is your cue or this is your encouragement to get a profile picture up. Now, a couple of things that I'm going to say, uh, key tips here. When you, and if you already have a profile picture, you could go back and do this. Because LinkedIn is a search engine, right? Meaning that just like Google, when somebody goes to type in, if someone goes to type in your name, if you have a website, usually the first two things that are going to come up on the first page of the search on Google is your LinkedIn and your website. If you don't have a website, more than likely it's LinkedIn. So the way for you to help bring your profile to the top, so let's just say you are a um, development manager for a nonprofit, right? And someone is looking for a development manager and they're Googling or they're whatever they're doing. One way to kind of help with that algorithm is to title your photo. So usually, you know, if, if you save a photo, it might be saved as, you know, 200X, whatever, right? You will save the photo in your on your drive as Sabine Gideon Profile Executive Coach, right? Or whatever your title is, whatever role is that you do. This way, when someone is searching, 
because your your photo is already titled um, by whatever it is that you want to be found as, it'll increase the likeliness that your profile will come up if they're doing just a random search. So that's that's a key tip there um, as far as uh, SEO and optimization. The next thing with regards to your profile is the header. This again is prime real estate. Oftentimes I see, especially for individuals who work in traditional uh, corporate environments or work environments, you'll just have your title. So if you're a senior HR business partner or whatever title it is that you have, that's usually what people leave it as. There are about four lines, I want to say a hundred and something, 140 characters I encourage you to use that space up. So if you have specific interests, if you have things that you do, um, you know, most of the coaching industry, you'll see the I help X do X so that they can Z, right? Um, However you want to put that, but this is the space where it's going to be the first thing that people read. It's going to be the first thing that if you're coming up on a search, especially on the app, that's what people see. You want that to be eye-catching. You want that to grab people's attention who are looking for you. And you want to make sure that it includes the keywords so that if someone is searching, if you are an attorney, right, if you are a trust attorney, I'll just use that as an example, you know, you want to make sure that trust attorney is somewhere in there. You don't want that to be the only thing, but so that it comes up on the search when someone is searching. And then the other three sections um, that I want to talk about today is the about section. And so, again, I've seen this done, the about section reading very much like your resume does. You can do that. You absolutely can do that. But I, I think because of the opportunity that you have there, this is your space to really think about your brand message, right? Who are you? What are you passionate about? What are you looking to do? What lights you up? This is where you can get really, really creative in describing who you are, who you work with, if you have clients, what type of results your clients get, or who the clients that you work with are. Um, This is, I think it's 2,000 characters. So you can really put a lot in there and describe to anyone who is coming to your page for the very first time, this is what you're about. Um, I always say keep it keep it professional in terms of like what you do and why you do it, but also who are you? Why, why should they care about anything else on your page? Um, then the next piece is the experience uh, section. Obviously that, that is a no brainer, but the one thing that I encourage you here, especially if you're in business for yourself, if you have freebies, if you have a podcast, if you have anything else, I, exp- I encourage you to include those as um, as PDFs or as links right within your experience section. Um, so that's a great opportunity. If you've written an article, you've been featured in an article or anything like that, you want to include it there as well so that people have something that they can click on, that they can learn a little bit more about you. And then, of course, the educations and the certifications uh, section, you know, whatever it is that you have, I invite you to include that there. I would say, especially for education, Um, there's no need to include the year that you graduated because you don't want any, any age bias or anything like that. So just put, you know, where you went, what your degree was. Um, and then the last thing on the skills, you know, this is not talked about enough, but LinkedIn allows you to highlight 50 skills. 
And, you know, I've done some audits on, on LinkedIn profiles for my clients. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that this is a widespread thing. Oftentimes people will like list maybe five skills or 10 skills. Um, and usually they're not even the skills that are the things that they would want to be searched for. So like, you'll see like Microsoft office. Yeah, no one's searching for anyone with Microsoft Office skills. So you want to think about it from the perspective of what are the skills that I possess that if someone were searching for LinkedIn, that they might search for. So if you are an attorney, obviously, whatever type of law you do, um, project manager, you know, you want to include Six Sigma, you want to include PMI, whatever the case may be. Um, but just being as descriptive and being focused on the skills that are searchable. And then the last piece on the skills thing is your top three, I believe your top three will always show up on your profile. So again, you don't want Microsoft Office to be the top skill that you have on there. You can reorder the skills and make sure that the top three that you have listed are the top three that you want um, people to find you for. And then another uh, insider tip here is that, you know, endorsements matter. So, you know, if you have skills on there that you don't have any endorsements, or maybe you have a few endorsements, the trick to up your endorsement is to go in and endorse other people. So find people in your network that you actually know that you've worked with them in some capacity or that you know that they possess a particular skill set and endorse them. Because what happens when you give? People naturally want to give back to you. So that is a that is another insider way of making sure that you can increase your endorsements by giving other people endorsements. And then, of course, there is the um, actual testimonial section and then the things that you're interested in. But the first six sections are what I wanted to focus on today to help you optimize. So that's that banner. If you have the regular standard blue banner, get on canva.com and let's change that. Your profile photo, if you don't have a profile photo, let's go ahead and change that. Make sure that you have one that shows your face that shows you smiling, like, you know, make it look professional. Um, and I, I say that also, you know, sometimes depending on where your profession is, uh, you know, if, if you are a vet, right, if you're listening and you're a vet, maybe you holding a dog or a cat or whatever makes sense because that is your profession. Um, but if you are a teacher, you holding your cat on your LinkedIn profile doesn't necessarily help you um, or help your brand. Um, but I'll, I'll let you decipher that for yourself. Uh, then, of course, you know, the um, the about section, the header, making sure that those describe to people very accurately and clearly. Who are you? What is your brand statement? What are you about? What are you passionate about? Making sure that all of your experience uh, section is filled out and then the skills the skills that you want to be recognized for, making sure that they are accurately um, show, showing up on the page and in order that you want and that best reflects your experience. So that's what I have for you today with regards to uh, this episode. Um, I also want to share that I am hosting a masterclass, a Cultivating Connections masterclass. We will do a little bit of LinkedIn um, overview on there, but the focus of that is really how do you build strategies that work for you so that you can incorporate networking as part of your goal setting process, as part of your work, as part of your career development, 
for this year. That masterclass is taking place on January 18th. You can learn more and register. It's complimentary, so there's no charge at sabinegideon.com forward slash masterclass. I am including the link in the show notes as well. So if you're driving, don't worry about it. You can grab that link. You can register. And we will be chatting for an hour, a lot more teaching than chatting, but there will be time for Q&A on January 18th at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard. And then again, of course, you know, the doors to She Leads Network is open. If you have an interest in joining a community of ambitious, impact-driven women who are all about community, who are all about collaboration, and you get the added advantage of getting coaching to help support you in whatever it is that you're looking to achieve this year, uh, I welcome you uh, to check out sheleadsnetwork.com. Check out the details. You can enroll right then and there. We will have enrollment all through Q1 so that I can build a base. And you know we're, we're hitting the ground running. So regardless of when you join, just know that you will, you will get all the support. You'll get all the resources. You won't be behind. But the sooner, the better. So head over to sheleadsnetwork.com and uh, register today. With that, I will leave you. Have a great rest of the day and we will talk soon. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of She Leads Now. If you found today's episode helpful or got a piece of insight that you plan to implement in your business or organization, I would love to hear from you. Connect with me on LinkedIn at Sabine Gideon, that's my handle, and send me a private message or feel free to go ahead and leave a review on either Apple or Spotify. I also invite you to share this episode with anyone in your network who you think might benefit from this content. Lastly, be sure to check the show notes and the description below for links to resources, including relevant downloads, articles, and any upcoming training. Until we chat again, have a blessed and powerful week.